Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. And where to begin today? That is the question. Where to begin indeed? Claudine Gay, um, she resigned on Tuesday. And, you know, up to this point, I've not said anything about it. I've kind of, uh, you know, held my tongue a little bit. Yeah, can't do it any longer. <laughs> Cannot do it. I do have an article on AmericaOutloud.news, uh, and it's entitled uh, Hillsdale and Harvard, A Tale of Two Campuses. And it's just a comparison. It's just a simple comparison of, of, of Hillsdale and Harvard. And you know what? And I, you know, I I don't get any financial kickbacks from, from Hillsdale. Uh, you know, Waterbrook is a, is a Hillsdale curriculum school, but Hillsdale doesn't give us any money. Uh, uh, you know, they don't pay me to say nice things about them. Uh, you know, but there are some obvious comparisons that we've got to make between an excellent education and an education poorly delivered. And that's the comparison between Hillsdale and Harvard. And and, and I've got an article on the site, AmericaOutloud.news. And it's a quick read. Um, yeah, but today I can't, um, you know, I just, I can't not say, say something about this because her resignation is, um, well, it's a couple things. And I'm going to get into what those things are here. Today, I'm going to get into it. I've got a stack of stuff, just a pile of stuff. I mean, there's a ton of Harvard updates. I've got three or four articles here. There's a critical race update that I hope I get to today. There's a, uh, you know, a transgender update I hope I get to today. There's just a ton of stuff, but we have to start with Claudine Gay first and her. I don't know if if you saw her resignation letter. Uh, maybe you don't care. Uh, you know, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. I think we should, though. And we're talking about Harvard, perhaps the oldest institution in the country. Uh, you know, formed a decade after the Pilgrims landed. Where we're talking about Harvard here, and Claudine Gay, who has, uh, well, she broke a record. Uh, she has the shortest tenure in the history of the university as its president. Uh, July, you know, she held the position from July till December. And, um, you know, what is that, seven months, six, seven months? I mean, that's not uh, that's not a whole lot of time. Her resignation, uh, here is part of what she said. Quote, it has been distressing to have doubts cast on my commitments to confronting hate and upholding scholarly rigor. Um, Claudine, uh, you are the one who cast doubt on your commitment to confronting hate and upholding scholarly rigor. You are the one who refused to stop hate on your campus just refused. I mean, you, you you let it run amok. You are the one who under, uh, you know, under oath, okay, in, in front of uh, a congressional committee, 
Yeah, and I mean, I guess I'm assuming that they they have to give this under oath. I don't know. I didn't see her put a hand on a Bible or you know a stack of other you know books. Um, you know, but she's giving this testimony before a congressional committee, and it, you know when the question comes out, asking her, are these um, protests are they in violation of your uh, honor code, your your code of conduct? How does she reply? <laughs> well, based upon the, I mean, it depends. Depends on the context. It may not go against her honor. I mean, calls for for you know Jewish genocide may not go against our code of conduct. Uh, who's casting doubt on your commitment to confronting hate, Claudine Gay? I mean, you are. You are casting doubt. So uh, the the distress that you're feeling is is coming from your own actions. Uh, who's casting doubt on your scholarly rigor? You are. Don't blame the people who uncovered your your history of plagiarism. Blame yourself for plagiarizing. uh, She continues, uh, two bedrock values that are fundamental to who I am. Confronting hate and upholding scholarly rigor are two bedrock values that are fundamental to who she is. Lady, you don't know who you are then. If these are fundamental, or if these are bedrock values that are fundamental to who you are, uh, then these values are built on on shifting sand. Because clearly, you don't care about confronting hate, and clearly, you don't care about upholding scholarly rigor. Ah, oh, she continues, and frightening to be subjected to personal attacks and threats fueled by racial animus. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I am not resigning from Harvard uh, due to the allegations that are being made against me. I, uh, I'm i committed to confronting hate and upholding scholarly rigor. This is not her quote, by the way. This is my own input. I hope you caught that by my uh, tone of, of voice change. It's, it's, it's distressing that uh, my commitment to confronting hate and upholding scholarly rigor are, 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 are under attack, under assault. That's not why I'm resigning. I'm resigning because these attacks are fueled by racial animus. Oh, and so her resignation now is, you know, opened up the floodgates for other liberals to scream, uh, you know, that it's racism or that it's, you know, Something else. I'm looking at an article here titled, Clearly a Witch Hunt. Lefties blame racism for ouster of allegedly plagiarizing Harvard Press. All right, it doesn't matter that she plagiarized. Doesn't matter that uh, she did not put a stop to anti-Semitism rising on the campus of Harvard. No, that none of that applies. Well, what has caused her to resign is racism. This article says embattled Harvard president resigned on Tuesday, and many on the left were quick to claim that her abrupt exit was clearly the result of racism. Uh, Forget the fact that uh, she faced multiple accusations of plagiarism. Forget the fact that uh, her Capitol Hill testimony was disastrous. 
but Gay insisted on her way out the door that racism had fueled those criticizing her for allegedly plagiarizing sections of more than half of her published works. And then her defenders just line up. All right, they line up. They're taking the cue from her statement, and they just line up and tee it off. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to... I mean, this article is full of quotes. And I just, I can't read it. I, I can't do it. I mean, if you want to find it, you know, you can. Virginia Cruda, uh, it's out there. You know, she, she, you know, she's got, she's got it in here. Uh, Lamont Hill says, I said I wasn't going to read it, but I got to read this one. Lamont Hill says, the next president of Harvard University must be a black woman. Uh, you know what? No, the next president of Harvard. Well, I mean, it should be somebody who's qualified, regardless of their gender or their race, somebody who's qualified. But I can tell you, I mean, this is the same. This is the exact same thing. Her departure. You know, people are, are celebrating it. Yes. You know, we got what we wanted. You know, she's out. Uh, I don't think we got what we wanted, though. I don't think we'll get what we want until the entire leadership of Harvard has been revamped. I, we're just, we're not. This is, it's, you know, when when McGill resigned from Penn, I said, this is symbolism over substance. You know, we need to hear from, from the board at Penn. They need to tell us what, what their values are. And the same holds true here at Harvard. This resignation is symbolism over substance. Um, I don't know that you can convince me otherwise, un unless the, the board comes out and they adamantly, uh, vehemently, uh, you know, verbally uh, acknowledge the uh, number one, the the uh, atrocities that you know, have taken place on their campus. And number two, Claudine Gay's propensity to to plagiarize. Uh, I, I don't I don't see I don't see this changing until we get a statement of their values. The left can scream, you know, racism all day long. They can take their their cues from her. You know, she's upset that it's you know racism. Uh, you know, she's she's saying that these personal attacks and threats are fueled by racial animus. When no, they're not. They're fueled, lady, by uh, your hatred, and they're fueled by your inability to have scholarly conduct. That's 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 what's fueling this whole thing. The Associated Press, they came out with an article lamenting her resignation, and they blame white colonists. <laughs> this is just, this is just so good. And then, you know, they're, they're blasted for this, you know, on social media. The Associated Press was mocked on social media Wednesday after publishing an article blaming conservatives for using plagiarism as a new weapon after Harvard President Claudine Gay resigned amidst plagiarism allegations. So this is the new weapon, and it's used by the right. Uh, 
this article, you know, goes on. It says, uh, this is the, the reporter, Colin Binkley. Colin Binkley says, the downfall of Harvard's president has elevated the threat of unearthing plagiarism, a cardinal sin in academia, as a possible new weapon in conservative attacks on higher education. Uh, so are you implying that only Democrats plagiarize? Is that the implication here? Is that what the AP is saying? Only Democrats plagiarize. Therefore, it's a new right-wing weapon. It is a possible new weapon in conservative attacks on higher education. Because, number one here, the implication is conservatives hate higher education. And number two, they're going to do anything possible to destroy it. Well, uh, my friends, you know, we talked about things, you know, conservative meaning things that you want to conserve. And conservatives, in, in my opinion, I guess I can speak for myself, and I think I'm I'm speaking for all conservatives here. Conservatives would love to conserve higher education. We would love to to save it. Uh, you know, right now we don't. You know, we see it being plundered. When you have the president of Harvard University refusing to stop anti-Semitic protests on her campus and then, you know, just plagiarizing at will. That is the destruction of higher education. But the left, you know, I I say this in my article uh, that's posted today on AmericaOutloud.news. I, I, I just make it clear, the left, they're masterful at accusing the right for what they themselves are doing. And they've done this for years. Um, you, you know, the, the, the right, uh, they want to attack higher education. They want to destroy higher education when, in fact, that's what the left is doing on a, on a regular basis, just destroying it. Uh, 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 I mean, she is a, a living example of this. And the implication here by the AP that only, only Democrats plagiarize because it's now a, uh, a conservative weapon. Uh, what conservatives don't don't plagiarize? I mean, they do. Humans plagiarize. It's it's just that you know when the left does it, they say they don't do it. I mean, in in her statement, she claims that her commitment to confronting hate and upholding scholarly rigor are two bedrocks that are fundamental to who she is. That, that's her claim. But her actions tell us otherwise. Her actions speak volumes. Her actions declare that her words are lies. That's what her actions declare. Uh, this AP article continues. Uh, the plagiarism allegations came not from her academic peers, but her political foes. Oh, so this is this is how come it becomes a, a political weapon of conservatives because the accusations are not coming from her academic peers, but rather her political foes, led by conservatives who sought to oust gay and put her career under intense scrutiny in hopes of finding a fatal flaw. All right. Uh, you know what? Uh, you, we have some journalists here that have done the job that maybe her academic peers should have been doing. We have some journalists here 
that did the job of that that perhaps this hiring committee at Harvard when they decided to bring her on as president they should have done this they should have done their their due diligence well maybe they did maybe they did do their due diligence and maybe it didn't bother them maybe they decided you know what she's our gal anyway we can keep this stuff hidden we can keep this play, plagiarism swept under the rug because um, you know maybe Claudine Gay shares the values that this this board of the Harvard Corporation shares. Have we thought about that? Uh, her her removal is is basically the board throwing her under the bus. Someone at the board said to her, "Look, you got to go. We can't take this pressure any longer. People are going to start lifting up the." Tent flaps, and we can't have people coming in here and knowing what our true values are. You've got to go. And so, on her way out, you know, she uh, upholds her her ability or her her commitment to confronting hate and uh, and upholding scholarly rigor, and you know, puts the blame clearly on racism, not on her abilities, not on her job record, but on the fact that she's a black woman. That's why she's being ousted in, in her mind, in her opinion. Uh, when in fact, you know, this board just said, most likely, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have proof of this. This is my own thoughts, my own opinion here. This board said, you got to go. Uh, we, 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 we can't handle this pressure anymore. Uh, you know, I, I can't imagine that, that they did not do their due diligence and look into all of these things and know where she stood on this stuff when they hired her. And I'm sure they were happy about it. All right. Uh, that segment flew by like the wind. We will pick up the rest of this on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It works. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Welcome back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can find us here Monday through Friday. 
at the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot. And if you've not been to AmericaOutloud.news yet in this new year, pay it a visit. The website's revamped. It's cleaner. It's it's easier to navigate. It's organized better. Uh, the team at America Out Loud did a wonderful job in um, recrafting this this website. It's excellent. Pay it a visit, AmericaOutloud.news. I know some of you may be listening uh, on the on the app, uh, the America Out Loud Talk Radio app for your iPhone, Android, or Alexa. I know that's how I listen quite often. Uh, or some of you may be listening in, in podcasts, so you may not, uh, you know, have taken the time or, or uh, maybe you haven't had a chance to go to AmericaOutloud.news. Visit the site. It looks fantastic. So well done by the team. All right. So we are addressing uh, Claudine Gay's resignation letter in which uh, she's frightened to be subjected to personal attacks fueled by racial animus. Uh, you know, she's upset. She's being forced out because of race, because she is a black woman. It has nothing to do with her inability to confront hatred or her inability to uphold scholarly rigor. Now, has nothing to do with that. As a matter of fact, uh, those two values are bedrock and fundamental to who she is. That's her statement. Um, uh, the AP in their in their article, they acknowledge this is uh, this is their quote. Gay didn't directly address the plagiarism accusations in a campus letter announcing her resignation, but cited her plagiarism as shortcomings. Reviews by conservative activists and then by a Harvard committee did find multiple shortcomings in Gay's academic citations. You know, it's not plagiarism. There's shortcomings. You know, we all have shortcomings. You know, we all blow it from time to time, right? I mean, can't we all just get along in, in, in our own shortcomings? I mean, that's all this is. These are just shortcomings. Uh, AP quoted President Irene Mulvey of the American Association of University Professors. Uh, Irene Mulvey feared that plagiarism investigations could be weaponized. Here's what she said to the AP, quote, there is a right-wing political attack on higher education right now, which feels like an existential threat to the academic freedom that has made American higher education the envy of the world. Uh, Irene Mulvey. Well, uh, I, I can tell you, Irene, that you know, plagiarism investigations uh, you know, should not be considered a right-wing attack. There's nothing right-wing about it. These types of education should just come by the nature of the job. I mean, if, if you're interviewing to be the president of Harvard, don't you think that interview committee would, would look at your published work? Because plagiarism is the, I mean, it's the grand sin in academia. Don't you think that a hiring board or a hiring committee would have done their homework here? I, I don't see how uh, 
plagiarism investigations are a weapon of the right. You know, again, the implication here is that only only liberals are, are going to plagiarize. I mean, you might believe that, but if you're human, guess what? You're going to plagiarize. I shouldn't say you're going to. I should say you have that capacity. I mean, you you you're human. You have the the capacity to do wrong. So the the investigation, uh, Irene, isn't based upon uh, you know coming from a liberal or a conservative perspective. And it certainly isn't, you know, based upon the color of someone's skin. But uh, this is this is, you know, wh where they take things. This is what they turn things into. You know, she's not taking responsibility here. You know, she's not coming out and saying, you know what? Uh, yes, I plagiarized, and I shouldn't have. Or even maybe she didn't even mean to. I mean, at least come out and say, you know what? I, I didn't mean to. I just didn't cite properly. I mean, speak to the issue. You know, but there's no speaking to the issue. There's no speaking to the claims. Uh, that's all swept away. And it's regarded as shortcomings. And, and then and then she instantly turns it into um, a racial thing. You know, there's no... Um, There's no acknowledgement here. Uh, her detractors charge that Gay, who has a PhD in government and also was a professor at Harvard and Stanford and headed Harvard's largest division before being promoted, got the top job in large part because she's a black woman. That's why she got it. Well, you know, why are there leftists right now screaming that the next president of Harvard must be a black woman? No, let's just have it be the, the best person. Why can't we just, you know, look at the abilities of, of the individuals that are that are on the short list? The AP's post on X directing people to their article was hit with a community note. And here's what the community note stated. Plagiarism is a breach of rules for Harvard University. Claudine Gay was ultimately forced to resign for a series of breaches of this policy. Plagiarism, or application of the rules around plagiarism, therefore cannot be considered a weapon. Uh, well, uh, Irene, what do you think about that? Irene Mulvey, who is the... Uh, President of the American Association of College Professors. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, it, it can't be a weapon it, if it's going against the policy of the university. There is no weaponizing here. Uh, my contention is that all of this is, you know, it's all of it's unfortunate. But my contention is that this this board of you know this the Harvard Corporation just said to her, "Look, yes, we gave you our support, but this thing isn't going away, so we're not giving you our support anymore. We cannot handle the pressure, and you've got to go. But nothing's going to change. Nothing at the top is going to 
to change. Harvard is going to continue being Harvard uh, because the values of Claudine Gay are not her values alone. I mean, these are the values of this board. Uh, and I will support that point of view on this article, which says Claudine Gay may still rake in nearly $900,000 a year despite ouster as Harvard president. Uh, Gay announced her resignation Tuesday amid allegations of plagiarism in her published academic work. Uh, but according to a report published by the New York Post, she may simply return to her previous positions as a professor or as dean of the Faculty of Arts and Science. Bum, bum, bum. A la Miss McGill, who resigned from Penn but still kept her uh, professor position and her her paycheck and uh, you know her her values which i'm sure are the values of penn and there's nothing different here at harvard according to the report gay reported income of uh, eight hundred and twenty four thousand dollars in 2020 and eight hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars in 2021 she may have broken into seven figures if she had been able to hold on to her position as university president. Her predecessor, Lawrence Bacow, pulled in a salary of $1.3 million in 2021. Uh, Claudine Gay had only held her position since July. Um, of course, in her resignation letter, the article goes on. She made no mention of her actions that could have inspired the accusations against her. Examples of plagiarism that spanned sections of more than half of her academic published work. She also failed to address the continued criticism of remarks she made on Capitol Hill. Instead, she painted herself as a victim of racially charged attacks that were being employed by her critics in an effort to make her look bad. Um, so she may still maintain, you know, her salary, her, her, her former positions. She may not go anywhere is the point. So my, my, my question to you is this, is anything really going to change? I mean, there are, there are conservatives and people on the right that are, you know, touting this as a victory and maybe on the surface it is, but you know, when you get to the heart of the matter, when you peel back the curtain, when you look at the depth of things, uh, I, I think this is, you know, symbolism over substance. There, there, you know, Harvard is going to bring someone else on board, whether white or black, it doesn't matter. They're going to share Harvard's values of, of continued hatred and, you know, a willingness to, yeah, we don't really care what the rules are. The rules aren't for us. You know, plagiarism, I mean, you know, we can do it. You can't. This is the, I mean, their, their actions speak for themselves. The actions speak louder than, than, than the words here. And this is obvious in her departing remarks. You know, she, again, you know, says that she's distressed to have doubts cast on her commitment to confront hate and uphold scholarly rigor. Uh, she says that these two bedrock values are fundamental to who she is. 
you know, but her actions don't don't say that. You know, so the, the hiring practices over there at Harvard are not, uh, you know, there's just nothing new. There, there's there's nothing new taking place. It's, um, you know, these are our values, and we are going to, uh, you know, uh, we're going to keep hiring people, and this is this is this these values are going to be their values. That's what we're going after. The the left, the 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 people that control the, the party of the left, the people that are in charge of leftism in in higher education, they have this uncanny ability to accuse others of what they themselves are doing. And they have this uncanny ability to disregard their actions uh, with words that say the opposite. You know, don't look at what I'm I'm doing. Just listen to what I'm telling you. Uh, because what I'm telling you is all you need to hear. That's really all you need to know. I don't pay attention to the plagiarism. I... I uphold scholarly work. I uphold scholarly ethic. Ignore the fact that I plagiarize, and I've plagiarized half of my career. You know, I up, uphold the the, uh, the 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 fight against hatred. Ignore the fact that I don't do anything to stop it on my campus. They just you know disregard that. Um, you know, the same holds true for. Uh, women in, in sports, men competing in, in women's sports. We uphold uh, the, the the right of women, but yet, you know what? Let's let all these men just pour over into these in these ladies' sports. Let's just you know, um, they have this ability, and I'm not going to call it an ability. I, I I shouldn't call it an ability. It is it's a disease. It's a sickness, you know, to, to lie to the to the Americans, you know, to lie to the to the public, right to their face, and 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 disregard the fact that they're lying and they know they're lying. Just disregard it because they know that they have a media that'll carry their water. They know that there is a slew of people out there just waiting to lie for them. And just waiting to promote their lies. You know, we've seen it on, on social media, this whole list of individuals who will will fall in suit and say, yes, you know, Claudine Gay was, you know, she's resigned because of racism. Um, you know, the list here and this list of people that are that are climbing on board, well, who's who's one of the people? Nicole Hannah Jones, you know, she's the she's the founder of the 1619 project, which in and of itself is laced with lies. Um, you know, that's just that's what these people do. It's who they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've got the AP who where is that point in the in the article? They they say here it is. They're they're so uh, Rufo, in his uh, post on X, you know, he uses the word scalped. He just, his post was scalped. 
And uh, the AP went after him. And they said he was celebrating, you know, Gay's uh, announced resignation with his use of the word scalped. And they said it invoked a gruesome practice taken up by white colonists who sought to eradicate Native Americans. That's what the AP said. Uh, you know, Rufo has used the word scalped because he's a white racist. And uh, this was a gruesome practice. This is their quote. He has invoked a gruesome practice taken up by white colonists who sought to eradicate Native Americans. All right, how many of you out there, when you think of the word scalped, how many of you think of white colonists scalping Indians because you want because they wanted to eradicate Indians and so they would scalp them? Is that the first thing that comes to your mind? No, no. Who's known for scalping? The Indians. That was their thing. Uh, they would scalp. And they wouldn't only scalp white colonists, but they would scalp one another. That was their prize. That was their trophy. But in the AP's post, you know, they say it was white colonists that engaged in the gruesome practice of scalping to eradicate the Native Americans. It's this is what they do. These people lie. They they take the truth and they twist it and they distort it. And they do it so much and they do it so often, eventually we begin to believe it because they just keep repeating it. Well, I mean, it, that must be true. It's what they're saying. Lies, I'm telling you. Lies upon lies. All right. We're up against the break. We'll pick it up on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Change in the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
Welcome back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio, and these segments today are flying by like the wind. Uh, but I guess that's what happens when I just... Uh, I mean, some things frustrate me. They do. And this statement by the president of the American Association of University Professors is frustrating. She fears plagiarism investigations could be weaponized. Uh, you know, weaponizing plagiarism to stop plagiarists. I mean, that's that's like saying you're 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 weaponizing, uh, you know, going after murderers to to stop murder. It, it makes no sense. Um, I mean, all right, let's bring it down to everyday living. I'm sure all of us go over the speed limit. Uh, you know, if you're driving down the expressway and the speed limit's 70 or 60 or whatever it is, if it's 70 and you're doing 80 and you get pulled over, you cannot say to the judge, judge, your honor, that police officer weaponized the speed limit so I wouldn't break the speed limit. This It makes no sense. You can't take a rule or a law that's stopping you know, people from breaking the rule of the law and then saying the rule of the law has been weaponized. It doesn't work that way. But this is how the left functions. Uh, they 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 twist things and they turn things. And, and even though it doesn't work that way, they twist it and turn it to make it seem like it works that way. All right. So here's an example. Sage Steele. Did, did you see this, this clip? Sage Steele who uh, used to be an ESPN anchor, a very good anchor, by the way, uh, in an interview that she's doing, uh, this discussion with Riley Gaines. Uh, and she's talking about how ESPN uh, told her to stop talking about Leah Thomas. Okay? This man's dominating women's swimming. He's destroying the ladies in the pool. Uh, he's not a woman. He's a man. It uh, looks like a man, has all the male parts, you know, but he feels like a woman. He identifies as a woman. So he gets in the pool and he's destroying the women. And uh, ESPN told Sage Steele to stop talking about it. And she's like, what? You've got to hear this clip here. Uh, let's uh, let's pause for a second and listen to Sage Steele. I was asked to stop tweeting about it. I was asked to stop um, doing anything, saying anything about it on social media because I was um, offending others at the company. I made sure I sent off another tweet that night after I received that email um, <laughs> because like, no, and it's, let's stop living in this lie. So the head honchos at ESPN are like, Sage, Sage, come on. You're killing us here. You got to stop talking about Leah Thomas like this. And um, she's like, like, no. Uh, I, I'm not. And and when they said, she said, I was asked to stop tweeting about it. Uh, she said, I was asked to stop doing anything, saying anything about it on social media because I was offending others at the company. Uh, Sage, you, you're offending people. What am I offending them with? You're offending them with the truth. You, you've got to stop. You've got to stop telling the truth, Sage. The truth is offensive, and we don't want to be offended. Uh, 
you, you know, it's true that the emperor doesn't have any clothes on, but he doesn't want to be offended by that truth. So you have to tell the emperor, oh man, your new clothes are great. All the while, the emperor's running around butt naked uh, and is perfectly fine with it because he's he's offended by anything else. We, we can't, Sage, you, you, you're, you're being too offensive. You got to stop. And uh, she said, when I when I when I received that command, I made sure I sent off another tweet that night after I received the email. Yep, she gets this email. Sage, stop tweeting, stop posting. Uh, you got to stop talking about Leah Thomas like this. You're you're being offensive. The truth hurts. It's offensive. It's 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 offensive. She's like, okay. Type, 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 send, out, out it goes, more offense. Uh, and, and, and then her this quote right here sums it all up. She says, because no, let's stop living in this lie. We got to stop the lie. My friends, we've got to stop the charade. This is just a big game to them. It's a big charade. Let's put Leah Thomas out here in the pool. And let's let Leah Thomas... Um, you, you know, pretend like he's a girl. And let's all just call him a girl and let him compete with the women. And uh, congratulations to Sage Steele for standing up and, and saying, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not living this lie anymore. And the liberals get so offended. Oh, how dare you say that Leah Thomas is not a girl? Well, he says he's a girl. He says he feels like a girl. You must call him a girl. Yeah, and you you probably all saw the uh, the the clip that went viral on social media over 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 Christmas about the the Delta employee who was being berated by this man who who said that the Delta employee misgendered him, and finally the Delta employee said, "Look, I, we're not we're not doing this. I have the authority to to escort you out of here, and do you want to play this game?" Three days before Christmas, I'm not playing this game with you. It, we need more people to stand up like the Delta employee and like Sage Steele who say, well, I'm not playing this game with you. Uh, let's stop living in this lie. Because uh, th that's what the liberals want to do is they want to live in a lie. They want to live in a pretend world. They, they want to live in, in a pretend world where um, you are you, you support scholarly achievement by destroying it. You, 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 you support and you uphold a, a scholarly foundation by not being scholarly and by cheating and by stealing from the work of others. Uh, you, 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 you uphold this, 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 um, this mantra of, of, of fighting hatred while allowing it to happen on your campus. It's all a lie. Every single bit of it is a lie. I've got another clip here from, from Sage Steele. Let's listen to this one. I actually said this to myself as I was sending a tweet, the first tweet about, you know, standing up and supporting you. I literally said, this is a hill I will die on a hundred percent because it is, it is facts. Like these are facts. This is science. This is biology. This is all of the things come at me. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me to stop supporting women. Go ahead. Tell me. This is a hill I will die on 100%, she says. <laughs> I can't get enough of Sage Steele here. 
she and she's talking to Riley Gaines here. Uh, and you know, and, and she says, look, these are the facts. This is science. This is biology. Come at me. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me to stop supporting women. Go ahead. Tell me. Uh, facts of science and facts of biology are actual facts. But the liberals will tell you, nah, no, it's not. It, it's not a fact. No, men can actually have babies. Men can 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 menstruate. Well, how can men menstruate and how can men have babies? Well, you see this woman over here? She feels like a man and, and she's menstruating. So guess what? Because she feels like a man. <laughs> men can menstruate. It's it, it makes no sense. And it's laughable. But the, the sad thing is we have a media. It, we have talking heads out there that are okay with promoting the lie. They're perfectly fine with it. We have talking heads in upper echelon over at ESPN and Disney who are perfectly fine with promoting this lie and telling Sage Steele, Sage, or Sage, you, 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 you can't talk about Leah Thomas like this anymore. Sage, you've got to stop telling the truth. You're being too offensive. In, and, and that's, I guess that's part of the problem is, is we've bought the mantra that the truth is offensive. Therefore, we, we, we can't speak the truth anymore. Uh, we need to be rallying behind Riley Gaines and, and Sage Steele, and we need to be screaming the truth from the mountaintops and, and say we're tired of the lies. Let's stop, to, to quote Sage Steele, let's stop living in this lie. These are the facts. It's science. It's biology. I said the other day that it doesn't it doesn't matter. You know, we were talking about this this uh, program that this California school district uh, is is promoting these transgender documentaries uh, for fifth grade and up, mind you, and. Uh, the, the article talked about one of the, the documentaries highlighting a 12-year-old girl. And in the promo, she can't decide if she wants to be a girl or a boy or maybe something in between. This is a school district teaching this to our, our young people. That a girl, she might want to be a boy, but she's not really sure. She might want to be something in between. That is a lie. There's, there's no in between. And I said the other day. That if you're a girl, that's that's it. That's what you got. You cannot become a boy. Dean, how dare you? Are you saying Leah Thomas can't become a girl? That's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, he can change his name to Leah all day long. I, you know, I don't care. More power to you. He will never be a girl. And I and I said this, and and I stand by it. He can, you know, this 12 year old girl. She can get. An operation. Leah Thomas can get an operation. It, 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 he's still going to be a man, even if he have even if he has parts removed and parts surgically created. He's he's going to be a man because his insides are still a man. His body is still functioning 
as that of a man. I, all right, I've got this article here. This is case in point. This article is entitled, USA Boxing Allows Men to Fight Women with New Transgender Guidelines. Now, by the way, uh, you know, before I get into this, let me just say, someone's going to die here. But we're going to have an instance when USA Boxing allows men to fight women, we're going to have an instance where there is a woman who, who's unfortunately, this is an unfortunate prediction, she's going to die in the ring. And, and, and then at that point, are we going to, are we going to be willing to open up our eyes and see the truth? Is it going to have to take a death here? Uh, this article says, uh, the new policy by the USA Boxing uh, Association, I guess, um, the, the new policy outlines that male athletes, in addition to claiming to be female, must complete gender reassignment surgery. All right, so they've got to go through surgery to prove that they're a lady. It doesn't matter because they're still a man. But the requirements go further. And they must test their testosterone levels for four years following such procedures. Oh, so men have this thing called testosterone. And it, it, it's, it's what maybe makes them stronger than women. So even though I'm a man and I have a, a surgery and I look like a woman, Oh, you mean I still have testosterone? And and, and so I, I still have to have my testosterone levels checked. Quote, this is this is their rule. The athlete must demonstrate that her total testosterone level and serum has been below five nanomoles per liter of blood for at least 48 months prior to her first competition. For any longer period to be based on a confidential case-by-case -case evaluation, considering whether or not 48 months is a sufficient length of time to minimize any advantage in women's competition. So they're acknowledging that the testosterone of men gives them an advantage. All right. And so they say it's got to be below five nanomoles per liter of blood. Okay. Interesting. According to the University of California, San Francisco Health, the normal measurements of males is 10 to 35 nanomoles per liter of blood. And for women, it's 0.5 to 2.4. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you caught that. So therefore, a qualifying male could have more than double the testosterone level of an average female competitor. Doesn't matter if he's had the sex change operation. He's still a man. Once you're a man, kids, you will always be a man. You know what? I'm going to rephrase that. Once you're a male, you will always be a male. You may not be a man, but you will always be a male. Because inside, your body is still functioning as a male. Now, all right, you can take the... Uh, I don't know, the testosterone blockers or or whatever, because you've got to get your, your, your normal range, which is 10 to 35, down to five. All right. And but the ladies' range is 0.5 to 2.4. So you're you're still double. You're still double that of a lady, even even though you may have gotten your range down to five. D do we see the 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 ridiculousness in this. 
This article continues and says boxers under 18 years old must compete against others with the same sex, no matter their declaration of gender identity. USA Boxing has said in a statement that the adopted policy has been put in place, quote, to provide fairness and safety for all boxers. The organization also claims that since USA Boxing's International Federation has yet to determine eligibility for transgender boxers, the policy was necessary. Okay, here's a policy. How about men box against men and women box against women? How about that? How about that for a policy? How about that? All right, because otherwise we're living in a lie. You know, some guy is upset that he's being misgendered at the at the ticket gate at the airport. Uh, dude, you've got bigger problems. Right? You've got bigger problems than being misgendered. And I'm not making fun of him. I'm not making fun of his confusion. Don't misunderstand me. But he's got bigger problems. And it's those bigger problems that he needs help with. It's those bigger problems that must be dealt with. Don't bring those problems into into our school systems. Don't bring them into our athletics. Uh, you know, don't tell us that Leah Thomas is a woman when he's clearly not a woman. Congratulations, Sage Steele. Keep it up. Congratulations, Riley Gaines. Keep it up. I think America would be better if we all stopped living in the lie. You know what? Let's um let's let this be the mantra of 2024. Let's stop living in the lie. Can we? Can we move forward in truth? That's what we're doing here. We're shining the light of truth. We're going to keep on shining it. All right, that's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining me. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age.